are worlds between our own, and from these worlds there are written histories, both ancient and modern. To read of these testaments scrawled in hidden places and on other things, you must fix your eyes uncomfortably within you, and if successful, your gaze will unlock the door behind raw imagination and meet the manuscript of innumerable folios known as the Dark Darkness. Hello, I'm Shark Child, and this is the Dark Verse. Testament scrawled in hidden places and on nether things with the sole purpose of sharing with you a unique world of horror and fantasy that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. It has definitely been too long since I put up the last episode of the Dark Verse, and for that, I sincerely apologize. I have had some great trouble finding my inspiration here recently, but nevertheless I found my way through it somewhat, and so I have something I would like to share with you in this episode, and it's a very, very short story, but it is a story, and it is a part of the dark verse, and it is here for your entertainment. So before I get into the story, I would just like to say, please rate this podcast on iTunes. I need more ratings, and I haven't got one in a long time, so please help me out, support me, and do that. You can rate my podcast with however many stars you think it deserves, but please just rate it. All right, this is episode 69 of The Dark Verse, and it is entitled The Demise Sequence. I understand many things about life, how it comes and goes, and how it exists in the present, in thought, and in the unseen. I have the guide of perfect discernment, an immaculate compass of the ages etched into my bone and burned into my breath by a creature of creation long hidden from the eyes and knowledge of man. With such a tool, I have access to wisdom concealed from the wise. I know patterns, desires, decisions, even thoughts of those I encounter. I know their steps, their actions, their words, even before they themselves have acted them out. I am a weapon to the world, a weapon wrought without contact, unhindered without touch. Every day I awake and dress in the same clothes. I brush my hair the same. I eat the same foods. I look at the same photographs that slowly, bitterly slide from their importance in my past. And then I set out into the teeming populations of damnable promise. I walk through markets and malls, amusement parks and stadiums. I wait, watch, and wonder at futures to be and futures to be destroyed. 
I marvel at the potential of all things good and all things terrible. I marvel at the possibility of altering one to the other and the other way around. Life is an untrustworthy machine, laden with levers, switches, and pulleys. There is nothing definitive, nothing certain. Promises are broken, love is impure, and not a single soul can stand by its beliefs. In these places I thrive, and draw energy beyond measure. One life after another I manipulate, and cut off from its source, letting it waste away as an ephemeral particle of dust. For a rose withers, it comes and goes, blossoming, then crumbling. In extravagance, it exists for a short time, and then, not long after, it folds to the aspects of natural, life-leaving disease. And if the stem with this rose is cut, so also the stem decays. I know of the stem of man, an element which severed leads to the demise sequence, calculated, irrevocable, irreversible, death. Make of a man a stem, and his soul a rose, make them wilt and die. This is my motto, and this is a flash of a portrait. I see a woman. She is beautiful. She is full of energy. She is light-hearted. In her bright demeanor, she walks to the counter of Spitemeyer's Tavern and orders a drink for herself. While she waits for her beverage, I approach. Hello, I say. Hi, she responds. A conversation ensues. The woman is polite. Over time, and after a few drinks, she opens up to me. She begins to tell me about her life, and the things beyond and between it, those dark aspects and those light. Hours pass, and she's enjoying her time. With the knowledge of this woman, I begin to understand her further as the silhouette of emotions and desires and imperfections that she is. She becomes to me a palette of many different colors, visually and textually apart from which she now cannot exist. They are her, and she is them. I then look beneath these qualities. I look to a deeper, more ethereal piece. Like a trigger, I manipulate this piece. I press it. I twist it. For this woman, her trigger is loneliness, a vacancy brewing a fertile doom. And so I birth it from her. With but words, I uproot her salvation. The woman does not know that I have done this, only that it has been done, and that a wound within her has been opened. Her colors change. They fade into withered grays. The conversation turns awry, and I excuse myself. A pleasure to meet you, I say. Then I leave. The woman coils in her sleep, throwing her sheets to the side of her bed. She writhes perpetually against the cold on her perspiring flesh. Her eyes open. She breathes heavily. Succumb, I think in my own square of reality, far away. As if my thoughts are words, they enter her ears and penetrate those visions funneling into her air-embracing pupils. The dancing devils come into sight, bringing sight of the end of the world. They take the woman by her hands and thrust her into movement, the movement of the end of the world. Despair turns to smiles, and fear to laughter, and then the devils gnash deep into her body, tearing through flesh and bone to where they continue their dance. 
and all that is left of the woman to dance with the devils is her memories, which one by one embark on their paths to nullification. Upon the asphalt the woman then lay, there is blood, there is pain painted upon the lingering scene. The dancing has ceased, and so has the world, hers. That concludes episode 69 of The Dark Verse. Download all of the past episodes from thedarkverse.com or from iTunes. Please stop by sharkchild.com and take a look at my book, The Dark Verse Volume 1, and give some thought into purchasing a copy and supporting me. I put a lot of effort and time and work into it. It's hardcover, and it has the first 26 stories of the dark verse edited and revised so definitely check it out and it has artwork by john f stifter have a great fourth of july weekend and hopefully i'll catch you sooner than i caught you this time peace all stories on the dark verse are the sole property of shark child and cannot be used for distribution publication or monetary gain without my written consent sleep deeply and remember to love Thank you.